To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the fallout from the jib shortage continues. Last night, we spoke to Simplicity Living about their move to cancel all all orders for New Zealand-made jib board, plasterboard, in favour of imported plasterboard from Thailand. Simplicity reckons that our building code is unnecessarily restrictive when it comes to plasterboard because of Fletcher's successful lobbying. Julian Lays from the Building Industry Federation is with me now. Evening, Julian. Hi there, Heather. Is our building code too restrictive? Look, I think um, it's more about, uh, because our code's there for a good reason, that's to ensure products uh, meet a certain standard. We don't have leaky homes and products failing. I think it's more about um, ensuring that plasterboard, not jib, but because that's a brand, but mm. plasterboard can be used. And there are five types that are certified under the building code. Um, and I think people, if they can understand that they can use an alternative another product, um, and if, if we could work more on getting um, uh, like a variation, uh, a minor variation done to a particular sort of design and get that pushed through quickly rather than requiring a new consent, I think that's going to be a big step forward in terms of um, allowing people to start using things other than jib because designers and specifiers put jib into a design and they don't need to because, you see, once that changes, then the, the owner's got to go through and get that consent and all the extra money involved in that. They should just be saying plasterboard. Yeah, and I then, see. What, you, then, what you're saying is yeah. they're, basically, they're basically saying Hoover when they should just say vacuum cleaner. Correct, correct. Okay. Is our building code, though, too restrictive? The Well, look, the building code... Uh, again, is there for a good reason. I, I think what we need to look at, and in fact, I'm going to be a part of a group that's meeting next week, MB and Brands and a couple of others that are going to be looking at how do we make it easier to allow for the importation of alternative products and uh, and for that uh, for those products to be certified. So yes, there's, there's possibly ways in which the code... Um, could be made a little bit more accommodating. For example, you know, um, there's a requirement and and they're now re-bracing. So so, uh, Plasterboard has to have a bracing quality uh, to, you know, meet standard. Um, If that is is adjusted, though, there has to be also, you know, something in the the design to, you know, whether it's more timber to accommodate that, that additional load. Okay, brilliant. I love this. Okay, so Julian, what you're saying is at the moment we're using plasterboard as a bracing element, but perhaps we don't need to. And if we took it out of the building code as having a bracing quality, we might be able to get our hands on more, less bracing plasterboard, right? Yeah, I think it's... How many more products do you reckon we could get in then? Well, look, we, we, we could certainly get more. It, it's, it's, it's acknowledging that bracing is important, but, the, but, if we don't in, but if we don't have a bracing specified mm. plasterboard, it's just making sure that, that you know, the design of a particular house um, puts that loading somewhere else. So, yeah, well, look, we, if, if, we went that, if we went down that path, we could certainly, uh, you know, get, uh, get, get other products in for sure. Would you support that? Uh, well, look, I would. Um, although that said, bracing and plasterboard, we aren't the only ones to do it. It's the Australians do it, the Japanese do it, and some American states do it for good reason. And I think you know, with our sort of environment, is and- that it, Julian? Can I just stop you there? Is that it? So, some American states, the Japanese, the Australians, and us, and that's it in the whole world. 
As far as I'm aware, yes. It's not a lot, is it? No, but but then as I say, the design of it has to have some other distribution of. Uh, so what would load. we use? I mean, we're obviously bracing with noggins, aren't we? Yep. Well, we can use um, plywood. You know, so parts of Europe use plywood. It's a different look and feel to you know plasterboard. Um, and, and it's used here to some extent, and some people actually are now turning to that as an alternative as well. Yeah. So, uh, so, so what they're doing is they're pl- they're using the plyboard instead of uh, plywood instead of the plasterboard, and then they're rendering it, aren't they? With with um, whatever you render it with. Yeah, Good yeah, and, and it can actually look look quite cool because it's um, you know it can become like a feature element um, in, in parts of the house. But Julian, do you have to have something like that? I mean, do, does it have to be a board that you strap down as the wall as a bracing element? Yeah, because because so so what it does is it acts as a normal bracing element. Most of our houses are light timber frames or steel yeah. frames in some cases, and that just means that the that the loading in terms of um, typically you know making sure the house is safe uh, in terms of uh, seismic issues and whatnot, uh, you know, and and all the other things you know, with the weight and bearing in the house that it that it's uh, it's safe for people to actually live in. Okay. Yeah. If we were to take out the bracing element of jib, how many more products do you reckon we could bring in, um, plasterboard products? Uh, look, look. Um, here like, let me ask it to you like this. Could we get in the stuff that you can get on Alibaba for $3? Uh, well, look, look, the issue, though, is there. So, so well, one, it still has to meet uh, building code, even even the part. And so there are other things other than bracing that it has to meet within the uh, yeah. code. Um the other thing, though, of course, is that if you bring in product like that, I mean, you you have to know that that you're probably not going to have any recourse to the manufacturer if something goes wrong. If that product fails, or you know, if parts of it start sort of you know falling away, or you know, you put your finger through it, uh, then you you're, you're kind of high and dry. Whereas at least here, with uh, you know, there are five products. There's, there's elephant board, there's USG bottle, all these other products apart from jib. They are backed up by sort of warranties and, and, and manufacturers that you can get hold of. That's another okay. important point. Julian, it's good to talk to you. Thank you, Julian Lays, Building Industry Federation.